is the Podswoggle Network. What a shit, I'm telling ya. Swoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. I'm your host, Mullet, and it is part one of what is assuredly going to be our two-part end-of-the-year wrap-up. 2015 is just about over butt munch, but it's now to talk about how much butt we did munch. In Miami, Florida, to kick us off is, uh, probably for only this first part, Augie. Yeah, I gotta go ref at 10 o'clock, but uh, in other news... Also not related to wrestling whatsoever, but kind of one of our bets. Um, I've actually been reading books lately, which is fucking weird. <laughs> oh, I hate the new you. <laughs> I, I, I've already read seven books recently. What? Why did you just get jump into reading books all of a sudden? <laughs> who you are completely. I've read Ready Player One, Armada, which, which are both really good. And then like this whole series of the Tome of Bill, the Vampire. Which is stupid, but it's funny. I like it. So fuck you guys. And I'm on book. I'm on book uh, five of that one. Right, cool, Let me know when you read Grapes of Wrath. Grapes of Wrath, asshole. <laughs> no. Also, you have to read Grapes of Ass now. <laughs> True. Uh, also, I just, now you have to read like The Hunchback of Notre Dame as well. A really depressing book. Uh, on location in Chicago or London, whichever gimmick we're going with, is Rich. <laughs> Or not. I am live here at the House of Blues at my holiday party. Our friend Robert just had to leave. I was going to get him on mic, but uh, he couldn't. And I've been waiting at least two and a half weeks to bust out this gem. Hey, guys. What did Leon White call his, uh, his kids when they were growing up? Week of the week. Vader tots. <laughs> In Nashville, Tennessee, is win. Okay, and that. Go ahead. I'm watching. I'm watching Jingle All the Way, the original one. I have a question. The big fight scene that he has with all the Santas, the big Santa, is that the Big Show? Yes. Is that is that considered a fight scene? Big, <laughs> it's a fight. Big, big Show was that lean? My God. He was a, he was the giant. Also, the the midget, the little mini Santa is Vern Troyer. Well, I I got that, but I didn't know that was I didn't know that was the Big Show. Wow. So, so those of you that also, are, those of you are getting also, stuck on the Big Show and Vern Troyer in your six degrees of Kevin Bacon, there you go. Also, <laughs> when I have some uh, insight that he's been riding a lot of bike. Oh, good, good, good insight. You're not the best in the business for anything, Augie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks. One day we're gonna get Augie live uh, on location, on just on a street corner, watching the big show ride a bicycle. Uh, <laughs> and finally, in New York is Tope. It's nice to know that Augie is treating books like I'm treating women this year. <laughs> <laughs> let's, just talk, let's just go through them, guys. Just keep going. Yeah, but is it, you just gotta you just gotta go through a couple of them hood rats. Uh, hey, Tope, you got a couple weeks to keep up on him. Augie, you gotta read like how many books does he have to read, Tope, in the next couple weeks? More than a baker's dozen. <laughs> and I'm just curious, Tope, 
Tell me, are the books getting better and better, or are they getting like dirtier and dirtier, or where, like just curious, what, what kind of books do I need to like be shopping for now? Uh, just ones where you kind of know the author. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Uh, let's talk some wrestling, guy. You're such an asshole. Okay. <laughs> All right. So 2015 was technically, on paper, a year in the wrestling business. Uh, and we're here to discuss it as we do every single year. Uh, well, we started last year. Uh, traditionally, what we were doing over um, uh, the previous course of the podcast was we would discuss... Uh, the year in the guise of the Wrestling Observer Awards. Uh, last year, we decided, hey, you know what, this could be a little con- uh, constructive, or constructive, I should say. So we created the Swaggy Awards as well, which Rich will be doling out. He actually took uh, our choices for winners uh, over the course of the week. So he'll be revealing those while we go through some of the, the bigger and more notable awards that everyone gives out every year that are kind of based around the Observer. Um, yeah. So, let's just get it kicked off with the one we kind of kick it off with every single year. Uh, Best and worst gimmick of 2015. Uh, We'll start with everyone. I'm also going to give you last year's winner, according to the Observer. Last year's winner for best gimmick was Rusev and Lana. Last year's winner for worst gimmick was Adam Rose. Uh, What do we want to start with? Which we normally start with with either which one's least, like, less able to talk about. Um... I don't have a lot for worst gimmick. I might be I might be in the in the wrong there, but uh, let's start with that one. Uh, does anyone have strong feelings one way or another for worst? Yeah, gimmick? I got one. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, worst gimmick. Um, uh, TNA's cable deal. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's the ugly one? <laughs> don't worry. Next. Uh, year when they're on a TV channel that's a different Batman sound, we'll, we'll be even happier. Watch TNA on Zing! Shabam! Uh, the Miz? I, I mean, I think it's the improvement over last year. Yeah, yeah well, I want to talk about The Miz later. No, but, uh, th- like, on a serious note, what if, like, I mean, again, I have not been watching it all. What about Baron fucking Corbin, dude? I just cannot stand watching him. Yeah. Ever. We're gonna get to him later too. Yeah. Um, oh, really? I, I don't think I mean, he. You know, I, I, the only NXT I throw, that, wrote down were the hype bros, but that's just a, a bias based on my marriage. Because um, <laughs> also the gimmick of that is, well, we got nothing for him. Let's punish him some more and make stick him with Mojo Rawley permanently. Um, Whit, you were gonna say something? The the only worst gimmick I could think of is is King Barrett, but that was. Not- I wrote that down as my yeah. first. Yeah. Usually, usually the king gimmicks are king. king the, 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 the king gimmicks are not really that good. Yeah, and when he's had seventeen hundred other things also, and then somehow this is like the worst of it. It's like, god damn it, that just fucking is not very good. The other thing I wrote down, which doesn't technically count, but like I wish we could make it count, is just as an umbrella, and we're gonna get this somewhere else. The Divas Revolution. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't, like, count because it's got to be, like, an individual entity, almost, but... It's just an epic fucking fail is what it was. It's not, it's not, a, it's it's a short-term fail that is hopefully going to be rectified over the coming weeks and months. 
It was contrived. It wasn't organic. Yes, exactly. Um, so I, I think, but again, that's not necessarily a gimmick, even though I feel like it's a gimmick, which means that it failed because it should have been a gimmick. It should have been organic. Tope, what are uh, your two cents for worst gimmick? Uh, I have three right off the bat. Uh, I get, um, what's it? Macho Sandow? Macho Mandow. Macho Mandow. That's not to be confused with former WAC superstar Macho Sasquatcho. <laughs> which is a much better name. It's true. Uh, that just, yeah. Um, also, uh, Lana for basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> for like those, like for like that month where it's like, okay, I'll just you know, let's be, be like a random white girl, and then uh, Eva Marie for professional wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the winner. Uh, here's another one that I have written down, and and this is only under the context of January until March, but New Day. <laughs> <laughs> like, because we're going to get to them in three, two, one. New Day wins best gimmick. But. Tope and I never bailed. <laughs> no, you guys never, Let's just remember how bad it really was when it was what Vince McMahon wanted it to be. Uh, I, I definitely don't think that it's it's not going to win because it's. Although I did think it'd be funny if they got votes in both categories. <laughs> like, uh, I figured who did. Oh, like Zack Ryder did like five years ago. Um, so, yeah, I didn't I, really think of anything else, Rich. I'd say the next closest thing, as far as gimmick would go, would be the the U.S. Open Challenge, which technically, again, not really a gimmick, but it was a thing. I don't know. No, again, gimmick. They always go with like a person or like a <clears throat> you know concept, but I would say the ch- challenge. I mean, the- sure, yeah, it's usually like a three word thing, right? So I'll just go with best gimmick this year has been John Cena wrestler. <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah the challenge uh it, it hopefully will come back when john cena hopefully comes back pinch me for saying that but that's what we're thinking and feeling um yeah uh, for actual gimmick uh we're all like new day is gonna win this right i, I i'm it's i think it's gonna be closer than we think because i think you can still throw in sasha banks and that's- kevin and Kev, Kevin Owens. Yeah. True. Owens is Owens was more of a gimmick than you would imagine, especially in NXT. So that he, I think he do, I think he could pull some votes there. Sasha was the second thing I wrote down. The other two I wrote down were non WWE, which we can get to later uh, or get to when everyone else is kind of wrapped up. Oh, one, oh, one more quick thing for worst gimmick. Uh, Dolph Ziggler going back in time and imitating every '80s rock band. <laughs> Dolph, Dolph Ziggler uh, being a VJ. <laughs> he's, he's that's oh my god he's jesse camp oh my god here's the thing i follow him on instagram don't ask why uh <laughs> that's not really a gimmick that's kind of a shoot he kind of got really into hair metal this year you guys oh boy <sighs> i may be changing what about... my favorite wrestler <laughs> augie what about the worst gimmick being either the Ascension or the um, uh, the shitty looking Seamus? That's just Seamus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seamus with a different coat of paint on it, uh, off white. Um, Ascension- yeah, I feel like sometimes shit's just too obvious. Yeah, and the Ascension is like. Even even in a certain a certain extent, they got a raw deal. It's like at the very least, they should have gotten like. A semblance of a push. <laughs> like they, they, they were just buried out of the gate. It's like, no, let them like outwardly really suck. 
Not the sucking that we already know on main television. Um, the two that I had non-WWE outside of Sasha and New Day were Dalton Castle. Yes. For uh, uh, non-painted gold dust. And uh, if you're going to pick, I'm going to try to pick as much as I can from Lucha Underground. Uh, Rich, what would you say the best gimmick in Lucha Underground is and see if we can match up? <laughs> There's so many. Um, well, definitely not that Jim Neidhart looking motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I already forgot his name. Uh, 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 Bengal. Bengala. Bengala. Yeah, Bengala. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah. Tony the Tiger looking bitch. <laughs> um, uh, best, best gimmick in uh, Lucha would probably be Mil Mortes. Exactly right. Yeah, I wrote Mil Mortes down. This is a, di- yeah. a guy that's going to die a thousand times. But, and he's the most unstoppable thing on the planet. Uh, so yeah, and he's eighty three years old. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's uh, he's old as shit, and he gets the and he gets the motorboat K- Katrina, uh, which hopefully will be on season two. <laughs> uh, anything else for best and worst gimmick? Again, there wasn't a lot of like new or like advances in gimmicks this year. Everything for, a lot was status quo. Um, be interesting to see how that plays out then. Uh, Rich, let's give out our first swaggy, huh? Rich, stop listening to Blues Traveler. They have good songs. Well, yeah, just right now. Can you stop? I know he's the illegitimate son of John Popper, but... Rich, are you there? That would sound much different. Yeah, that would sound much different. It would sound much more like, uh, it's time for the swaggies now. It's time for the swaggies now. The first category is uh, best gear, because it's the first thing you see when you see a wrestler. Best gear. Uh, Combined... We had a lot of nominations here, um, a lot that I wrote down from the beginning, uh, a lot we agreed on, uh, and some other ones that were uh, late additions for uh, nominees. Have here uh, Drago. Uh, I wrote it three times. Yeah, you did. In all <laughs> caps. Finn Balor. Uh, yeah. Kevin Owens for giving loungewear hope. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Breeze. Uh, Kalisto, I just dig it. Uh, yeah. Bailey's gear all year has been on point. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, New Day track jackets. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Dem New Day track jackets. Gee, <laughs> <laughs> who wrote that one? <laughs> uh, the Rollins white and gold gear and uh, Dalton Castle. Hell yeah! Also, a uh, late entry as well. Just really mentioned Bailey. I fucking dig the shit out of that retro '90s Japanese women Oscar look. Yeah, so do I. I like I it a lot. Shit out of it. Uh, cool. Was there like a consensus? I, did, I only wrote like one thing. I didn't realize you were going to write a bunch of them. I mean, basically the consensus was me and you for, uh, for Drago. Cool. Drago, you win. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Drago. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, how many swaggies do we have, Rich? Do you have like a number so I can... Yeah, we got a lot. It's, it's like, it's a lot. All right, so we'll do, we'll do two for every one of these. Then. Sure. Cool. All right, uh, the next theme, or I'm sorry, the next, uh, I've had a few beers, by the way. I've been here an hour and I... <laughs> It's an open bar, y'all, uh, which is why I want to get through this and get back to that open bar, y'all. Um, <laughs> y'all. So the next category is best theme song. Uh, again, a lot of uh, uh, nominees here. Uh, I got here uh, Finn Balor. Uh, yep. Becky Lynch. Sami Zayn, obviously. Uh, I still put Bray Wyatt. It's just a good song. Yeah, it has uh, not gotten old yet. Uh, Apollo Crews. Hell. Sasha Banks. Rusev. Uh, Samoa Joe's fixed theme and Kevin Owens. Uh, for worst theme, we can officially give it to Samoa Joe's first theme. Sure, sure. 
Um, the thing that I love about Kevin Owens' uh, theme, uh, from more of like a utilitarian standpoint, is after that like first riff, it goes silent and just kind of like how punks did. It gave a chance for you to hear the pop, just clear, just nothing but pop. Uh, it's really well done. Yeah, it, it's grown on me. The first, the first few times I heard it, I thought it was a little generic, but it does have like that, that, that final boss uh, air to it. Uh, for clarification, Topa, did you write Sasha Banks for everyone? No, of course not. I, I wrote like five of them. I and they, I, but they might have all been like NXT themes. <laughs> I for this one I wrote NXT, and then I went, no, seriously, Sammy's in. <laughs> but even so, like even some of the newer ones, like I fucking dig the shit out of Jordan and Gable's theme. I fucking love just how perfect Dash and Dawson's theme is for them because it's just shitty Southern music. Um, and that's not even my character saying that. That's shitty Southern music. Yep. Um, oh, but, oh, <laughs> says but, the person that lives in Nashville. <laughs> yeah, but by, by the way, uh, going back on the last podcast, <laughs> yes, I like country music. <laughs> Don't hate me for it. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, a number of it does suck. But a number of it is good, and everyone has their opinions. Hey, man, I got I got the Thunder Rolls on my iPod. It's okay. You got the what? Thunder Rolls. Oh, you, classic Garth Brooks. Yes, oh, yeah. you do. It's the only Garth Brooks song I have on there, but... I probably know 20 of them. Well, that'll be a punishment for a later date. Okay. Um, I've, won <laughs> I've won Rascal Flatts song. <laughs> which Which one? Life is a highway. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Actually, no. You know what? It's early. I'm calling it right now. The champ is here. The champ is here. The champ is here. The champ is here. Tope, I would like you to sing the chorus to Life is a Highway. <laughs> Championship advantage. Oh, you're a, I can't wait. Life is a highway. I want to ride it all night long. If you're going my way, I want to ride it all night long. <laughs> okay, you're some, good. Some, some other shit happens in it. <laughs> Tell Tope from the... We need, we need... <clears throat> Go ahead, Augie. And, and that's so... <laughs> And it's my nah. wish. <laughs> That's another Rascal Flat song. And what were you going to say, Augie? I just think we need to have a, like, I think that's a good idea. We need to have a drop, I think, whenever uh, the championship advantage comes into play so that people know what the hell Witten is commanding or when somebody is commanding. Yes, I will make sure to work on that in the, the next couple days. Also, uh, I think I should make a drop uh, that's like the right to censor warning sign that's Tope's about to say. <laughs> just danger will robinson danger <laughs> oh baby uh so uh, all right so yeah so who are we going with on <laughs> i thought those were people cheering for tofe singing <laughs> i my vote would be i mean it's it's sammy but my second place would be becky Wow. I, I, there's been everything I'd like to Becky's except the one that sounded like the most Irish thirty thing ever. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, NXT I, is the winner. Let's just call it NXT. Yeah, NXT. Because I was gonna say like I, as much as I like Sammy's, I may put Finn Balor's up in front of it. 
Yeah, uh, and Kevin and Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens is right right yeah right up there also. I, I I wrote Sammy and Finn and I kept deleting them and changing it over and over again. So those two are just are on another level in terms of theme. Um, cool. All right, two swaggies down. Moving right along to another best and worst categories. We're knocking two out here. Best and worst feud of the year. Uh, last year, a uh, feud of the year uh, best went to a stupid UFC food. Uh, a UFC food. Uh, UFC feud. Yeah. Even write down the competitors. Last year's worst feud was Brie Bella versus Nikki Bella. Uh, this one we'll start with best because it's not as fun to talk about. Uh, what are people thinking for best feud of the year? It's kind of tough. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, sorry, guys. No, I was, I, I didn't have anything. I was just saying, yeah. So go ahead. Zena Rusev. What? What? It's a motherfucking tank. Oh, can we go back to best gimmick? Back Here's the here's the bad thing. This year, WrestleMania, Rusev's on the verge of sinking tanks backstage while playing Battleship with Zack Ryder. <laughs> I guess it started off uh, Sasha versus Bailey. Yep, that was uh, one yeah. of the things I wrote down. Uh, Sasha versus Bailey. Uh, my main roster one was Kevin Owens versus John Cena. Um, let's not remember this year that in like within a month and a half of his debut, uh, Kevin Owens had a clean pinfall victory over John Cena and power bombed a, a platinum recording on artist off the stage. I, I, yeah, I know that doesn't really matter anymore, and it was also Machine Gun Kelly, but still. <laughs> uh, that 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 was the main one I wrote down. Uh, Widen, you haven't kind of chimed in yet. Uh, I'm trying to think back for best gimmick. Um, I, I can you do like Reigns versus the Authority? You could, but why? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> You know, you, you, you know what? I do this every year where we talk about one thing and we're talking about the best and I actually bring up the worst. If, if you're, no, it's not the worst, but if you're going in the past like four days and you're right on target. If you're looking at, if you're looking at oh, like over the course of the last like, what is that, like 96 hours? Then yeah, you're correct. Okay. Hey, okay, you gotta give the people what they want. Yeah. Uh, which, Augie, do you, do, you, do you know what happened at TLC and Raw? Nope. So, uh, uh, your winner at TLC was Sheamus, but your new WWE champion after Raw was Roman Reigns. Wait, so <laughs> so God. so the pay per view, which was I watched. Uh, well, I got first place in Pickums at least. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> I missed it by a day. I'm gonna give you guys because you guys also don't know what each other did for NXT Pickums, so I'm gonna give you total season standings for Pickums right now. But none of you know NXT because uh, some of us have watched NXT. Tope's not know anything about it. He's going totally cold turkey like Johnny for Star Wars. Uh, so current total season for Pickums, Tope's in first place with 35. I'm in second place with 34. Rich is in third with 31. Wins in fourth with 30. And Augie's in last with 26. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So uh, pay-per-view was decent. Um, uh, main event was kind of whatever league of nations interfered Sheamus got the belt and then afterwards range just went ballistic and destroyed everybody triple h comes out tries to calm him down range destroys triple h the crowds chanting thank you roman 
after they've been ch after they were chaining for Cena at the beginning of the match. <laughs> Uh, and then the next night, yeah, they kept them. Uh, they kept him away from what I will never watch. I will never watch the Tater Tot promo, as it's uh, affectionately known as. Um, so how did he win the belt? Uh, Stephanie said she wasn't going to fire him because Vince McMahon is on his way. Vince McMahon came out, uh, talked a lot of shit. Was probably going to fire him. Sheamus came out and said, "Don't fire him. I want to beat him up again." Rain somehow conjoled it into a title match. Uh, Superman punched everybody in the face and then pinned Sheamus, including Vince McMahon. And then the crowd that uh, booed him when he won the Rumble in the same building chanted, you deserved it. <laughs> in the span of 48 hours... Wait, this was in Philly? That was in Philly? It was in Philly, yeah. Huh. yeah. Man. In the span of 48 hours, the crowd went from... I should feel like retrospective Rush should do this. In the span of 48 hours, the crowd went from wanting the person they've hated for 10 years to loving Roman Reigns. <laughs> Once again proving, John Cena has... No luck whatsoever. Wait, whatever. As long as it's not Santa Claus, I guess Philadelphia likes him. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so that's catching up there. Uh, Rich, anything for Best Feud? No, you guys pretty much wrapped it up. Uh, the, other, the other one I had written down was Ambrose versus Rollins, uh, just for it continuing. Um, nothing really stood out else, uh, uh, anywhere else. Worst Feud of the year. Now let's get to the talking, huh? Oh, this is going to be pretty easy for me. It's easy for me, too, I think. Uh, does anyone want to take a stab at it? I'll give you is a clue. Involved? There's is three of them. There's, <laughs> there's three total? Or there's three people involved in it? Three people involved. You're still correct. Well, four technically at the end, right? Yeah, but I don't count that. I Well, we, we could. And also, I just realized this is going to be a lot of fun in, like, two minutes. <laughs> go ahead, go. Well, I can't even figure this out. Well, uh, the worst feud, Tope Wright, is Dolph Ziggler versus Rusev, correct? Yes. yes. Yes, absolutely. Which, of course, involved Lana. Here's some array with three historical facts. at the uh, House of Blues in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, no. <laughs> Summer Bay. Yes! Hi, guys! <laughs> How's it going at the House of Blues? It is a record! Uh, I won't keep you just because you're my best friend. Uh, it's yeah, good. but you know you're not getting out of this one that easy though. You, uh, three, give me three facts about the history of blues. Three facts about the history of blues. It was stolen by white people. <laughs> one. I'm sorry. Three facts about the history of blues. One. It was stolen by white people. Two. It was not given back by white people. <laughs> and three. White people made a lot of money off it. <laughs> hey, Summer Ray, who's sitting? Who's there? Uh, who's there with you at the table? Uh, well, I'm downstairs right now. Uh, there's a band playing up there. The band's name is Seven Seventh Heaven. And uh, 
Instead, I'm sitting here by some statues of Jake and Elwood Blues. Oh, that's kind of appropriate. Yeah. that fun. All right, Summer, have a happy new year. We'll, we'll, talk, to, we'll talk to you more next year. Bye. 2016's going to be the year of the summer. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I mean... You just gotta make sure you keep that band Seventh Heaven away from all the kids. Yes. Hey. Hey. Uh, Richie, all right. I'm great. That was fun. Yeah. I'm drunk enough to where that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't, don't, don't get bracky. You have a whole stable. <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah. So Lucev and Ziggler is gonna win. Um, I feel like it has to be mentioned that TNA versus Global Force Wrestling happened on national television. Uh, oh, did <laughs> did anybody watch TNA on Family Feud? That was like five, six years ago. Uh, was it? Because I watched it recently. Think Whoa. of who was on it. Who was on it? It was. Let's it was, see here. It was Matt Morgan. I know. I've I've seen it seventy five times because my wife. Why? It, it was horrible the first time. Because my wife puts on the game show network to like go to sleep, and they always oh. play, like late at fucking night. It's uh, Matt Morgan, Mick Foley, Jay Lethal, Mister Anderson, and Rob Van Dam. Oh my god. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I know. I, I'm gonna hit this exactly. Chris and the Depp, girls. Chris yep. Hemi, Angelina Love, Velvet Sky, who is bleep saying vibrator. Uh, <laughs> uh, Victoria or Tara and Lacey Von Eric, who is dumber than a box of hairy Skittles. <laughs> yeah, well, to be fair, Jay Lethal didn't do too hot either, though. To be fair, the men won every day but one, like handily. <laughs> uh, and Mick yeah. has been hitting the head with the All right, guys, we had a lot of categories to go through. <laughs> well, we're having oh. fun, right? <laughs> um, any other for worst for worst feud? Uh, the can you like Paige versus Charlotte and Becky? Yeah, I, I was gonna originally write again just Divas Revolution because a lot of it has been you know a, <laughs> PCB versus Bella versus uh bad. You know, you can kind of categorize that. So then, best feud would be NXT Divas, worst feud would be WWE Divas converted from NXT. Yeah, this that's that's basically what the theme of the show is this week. <laughs> Awesome, sweet. Yeah. Uh, anyone else you were going to say something, Rich? Uh, Tope, anything else besides we already named the winner? Yeah, it's pretty much Sarah. Uh, that uh, Undertaker versus Lesser's Balls. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like, the balls so much. A lot of ball kicking. So much. <laughs> we should talk about that more, like in the history of wrestling. Wait, well, when I do the drunk history of uh, Brock Lesnar in like five years. I'll just talk about how hurt his balls were through all this. Uh, I was trying to talk about it. I was trying to bring it up. I'm like, guys, what the hell? Oh, we couldn't hear you. No, no, no. no I like, mean, like, all year I've been trying to talk about it. Why? Why is he? He's supposed to be... If you're a dead man, you don't... A man's testicles don't come into play. Week of the week. Dead man tell no balls. Oh. <laughs> wow. Thanks for wow. taking the Vader tots off the table. Because yeah. they were delicious. <laughs> um. Oh, boy. All right, so we're done with Worst Feud, right? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cool. Rich, next two or three Sawagi. Alright, let's move it along. Moving right along. Um, best entrance. This is a fun one. Uh, we have here uh, Tyler Breeze, Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt, uh, Triple H, because it's obligatory. And- uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, actually, uh, I I didn't say Triple H. Mm-hmm. No, I put I, I full disclosure. I put Triple H there. <laughs> Damn. Uh, uh, Bailey, Dalton Castle, New Day, and Neville. Neville's WWE. Entrance. Oh yeah, Neville's. The, it doesn't get a lot uh, enough dap. Um, yeah, but come on, it's that's got to be Finn Balor, right? Yeah, that's the one that I wrote, and it's the thing. Breeze would have had a chance if he got to fucking do it on WWE television more than like once. Like every time he's in a match now, they come back from commercial and he's like laying on the fucking apron already with the fucking stick, and it's like, why are they not putting this on television to get it over? It's fucking agonizing. Uh, that said, I think we are in a golden age of entrances because like. They're, they're all really, like, Bailey's just gets me smiling so much every time. Mm-hmm. Like, they are really, really good. Also, well, uh, another one I'll, I'll pimp, even even though it's going to cause me to go permanently blind by the age of 35, but Corbin's is is cool for, you know, for, like, a an upper heel like you. Fucking hate <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, keep that going before you get off the call. We might have to make you do something. Uh, when you were going to say something, I was, I was, I was just going to say, did you see Finn's entrance at London? Yes, I did. And that's all. Okay, moving along. Uh, Rich, next swaggy. Next swaggy, and uh, just for the record, I am at fifty-nine percent here. So, what, what will end first, the show or my phone? Uh, here's a bit of business we could talk about. Best new signing. Uh, for this year, we got Uha Nation getting signed, becoming Apollo Crews. Uh, Samoa Joe getting signed to NXT and getting a big NXT push. Uh, Alberto El Patron or not? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Biff Busick, Rich Swan, and Asuka. Uh, those three at the end are a little new still, but yeah, I originally wrote down Rich Swan, but then I remembered that Cruz was still technically this year. Yeah, like. Cruise is going to be so money. Um, also, let's not forget, even though it's like not official yet, I'm still excited to see what James Storm is going to do in, T- in, in TNA. Yeah, who said that? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, in, What's in, up, in, last 10 years? In, in NXT. Uh, so hopefully he's going to... I think we've seen it. What? I think we've seen what James Storm is going to do in NXT. No, but I mean, like, given the chance to do, like, an actual program and cut some promos and wrestle some longer matches, I still think he's he's enough to work. I think he fits in with, like, the WWE main event style of a match. You know? So I, 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 I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. And I killed the podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, that's I was what you just said. I wasn't either. You you deserve that one. <laughs> I tried, okay? Hey, you deserve it. And they chanted it at him, because it was nice. Worst gimmick of the year. I'll have put it over James Storm. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I can't sing again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we ready to move on? 
Yes, it sounds like James Storm's new theme is being played in the background. Basically, you're hearing two separate bands right now. <laughs> um, um, all right. Next to uh, Swaggy is uh, best release. Best release. Uh, we have here C.J. Parker, uh, Solomon Crow, a.k.a. Sammy Callahan, uh, half of TNA. <laughs> uh, AJ Lee and Billy Gunn. Oh, wait, why AJ Lee? I, I wrote AJ Lee because for her own good. <laughs> like, not like she didn't get released, but like it's the best thing for her and, and her happiness that she's not dealing with that company and she's with her husband, Bill Brooke. Okay. Uh, I realized who the winner was and I forgot to put them down. Uh, Bill DeMont. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Winner, I'm getting to spend so much more time with my dad now, it's great. <laughs> uh, so it's funny you mentioned Billy Gunn. I will encourage everybody to go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Billy Gunn. Yes. Um, yes. He has a Pro Wrestling Tees store now, not being in the company. Uh, he's got five tees right now. Uh, there's a couple that are, you know, not really insulting. There are two that are the worst t-shirts in the history of anything. I think I know which one you're talking which one of them you're talking about. Uh so the first one I'll mention is uh it's a yellow t-shirt with just the black lettering that says Billy Gunn and the image is Tigger from Winnie the Pooh jacked up on steroids but with Billy Gunn's tights on them. <laughs> Why though? Because in Billy Gunn's mind, he looks like Tigger. That's <laughs> okay. the only thing I can drum up. The other one is a pink shirt that looks like it was made at like one of those stores at a flea market. And it says, I'm no, quote, show off, but B-U-T-T, I'll make you famous. F-A-M-A, dollar sign, dollar sign. That's that is one. fucking clever. <laughs> That's the one I was thinking of. Uh, really, I can't encourage you enough, though. You have to look at this roided-up Tigger. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just transfixed by it. I just keep looking at it, and it's... Oh, All and, right. Christmas and, gifts are making themselves. Dude, I will wear the fuck out of this shirt. <laughs> 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 I will wear this when my son is born that doesn't exist yet. Like, this shirt is fucking... I love this Billy Gunn Tiger shirt. Like, why? Like, you know black fucking stripes on you? What are you doing, man? Come on. <laughs> also, I just noticed it has sunglasses. <laughs> sunglasses oh, on. Oh, man. And you go to Disney so much. Oh, oh that's exactly. awesome. They'd be like, hey, cool shirt, man. I love to... Hey, get away from me. Also, the phrase, the jacked up Tigger, made me think of an, another release. <laughs> I was terrified my thing was going to cut out. <laughs> Go ahead. Jack, I, I was saying jacked up Tigger made me think of another release. Uh, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I got him later on. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, do we want to fit one more uh, swaggy in yeah, there? Yeah, let's do it. All right, this is a kind of a long one here, and we had a lot of really good uh, good nominees that came in. Uh, it's best title run of the year. Ooh. Uh, John Cena with the U.S. title, Jay Lethal with the ROH and TV title, 
Uh, Seth Rollins with the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Nikki Bella setting a record with the Divas Championship. Kevin Owens NXT Championship run. Uh, Prince Puma with the Lucha Underground Championship. Roderick Strong with the PWG Championship. Uh, the New Day Tag Title run, as many as it has been. And uh, lastly, and I'm going to sell you out on this, Tope nominated Roman Reigns. <laughs> Which one? You got to pick one, man. Tell me who can do more in five minutes and 15 seconds. Nobody. No, no one will lead uh, that. Hey, hey, three minutes only needed three minutes. <laughs> it's true. Uh, and they never won the tag titles. That's a bunch of shit. Uh, yeah, I will say something good. In 2015, when people are crapping all over, you know, a lot, you know, there's been some prestige built back to titles this year, which I really, really like, uh, whether it be on the yeah. Indies or even on the main roster. Yeah, that was a long list. We had a good long list of good long title reigns the reason i wrote owen specifically was because even though that was one of the shortest probably on that list he was feuding with like seven people at once he was feuding with like Sami Zayn, samoa joe john cena alex riley william regal and finn balor all at the same fucking time one of those names is not like the rest (laughs) 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 took my fucking joke (laughs) sorry yeah no you're good has alex riley been back ever since that suicide uh message no, he, he had... no, he committed suicide. He's dead. Okay. <laughs> He's dead. Uh, all right, cool. Next. Uh, moving on to... Let's do best and worst match of the year. Uh, last year's best match, uh, as it has been for the past several years, it comes from New Japan. AJ Styles versus Minoru Suzuki. Oh, that was terrifying. And worst <laughs> match of the year was John Cena versus Bray Wyatt in a cage match featuring a child. Uh, uh, we'll start with worst match. Uh, I have. Uh, can I just say that child was the best part of the movie Brooklyn, a movie you guys don't have to worry about and never need to know. <laughs> he Sorry. was in that movie. He was in that movie, and he was phenomenal. God, James. Hey, Jameson's kid getting work. Keep getting them checks, Jameson's kid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, worst match of the year. I have two. Uh, what I think is going to be the winner, and the only thing that really stood out beyond, well, actually, I know what the winner is going to be, but it's not. But if this, if the stupid AAA Mexico murder clown match didn't exist, which was like the first match to win negative five stars in like fifteen years because it was full of like sixty-year-old men in clown masks wrestling each other on a terrible pay-per-view, um, the WWE winner would be the Intercontinental Title Elimination Chamber match. Uh, does mm. anybody remember that clusterfuck of a match? Where at oh. some point in the match, Dolph Ziggler was literally calling spots out loud. Yeah, he was, he was not trying to hide it. There was, there was a uh, Botchamania talk too much segment that was like uninterrupted for like two minutes, I felt like. Like no edits, just like directing Mark Henry, who's been wrestling for 20 years, <laughs> on, on what to do. It was, I want to so, see that now. It was so bad because the pod breaks early. Nobody knows what to do. People are just standing around watching Dolph Ziggler do things. And then there's no heat at the end for when Ryback wins. It was just bad. Just not just not good at all. Um, I know we made this joke last year, but it's still relevant. Uh, any match with Eva Marie? That was my runner-up. Yeah. <laughs> Was Eva Marie, professional wrestler. Specifically the one that she did not kick out of yet. Did not lose. And then they had to make into a fucking storyline. 
Yeah, and then you and then you guys, well, whoever watched Breaking Ground, you guys saw what I saw in Nashville. Yeah, that's fucking bad. Oh my god, she I, kicked the fuck out of Carmella's head. I, I haven't, I haven't watched. Uh, I'm behind on Breaking Ground, so I'm excited to watch that now. Well, I'm not excited. She's to watch bad. That. She's bad, and she's dangerous. What a combination. <laughs> uh, double threat kind of girl. Um, although the, it's a it's a way to go with her. Just make her like Vader. Just make her be stiff as shit. <laughs> Like, like, make her like what Asuka is, but like, it's just on accident because she sucks. I'll, I'll, I'll give her the Vader card when she puts her eye back in her head mid-match. <laughs> Dude, would we, would we even still give her respect then? Like, if she had an eye pop out. No, it'd be this dumb bitch lost her eye in the match. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll have one more nominee. Sure. Uh, the money in the bank that Sheamus won. Yeah, that wasn't a very yeah. No, it it was it wasn't a good match, and the fact of how Roman Reigns lost, and the follow up with that didn't really go anywhere. So yeah, that that match would be it for me as well. Very true. Anybody else? Oh. Uh... Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> this is yeah. a good thing, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I have a lot more for best match, definitely. Oh, oh, actually, I had yeah. one more. The Cena-Rusev chain match. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yep. Every year, Cena's... Even in the year where he was, like, arguably one of the best wrestlers, he always gets one. <laughs> um, best match of the year. There are... <laughs> there, Sasha Bailey. There are many. Yeah. But there's a few. There's a lot of them that, especially not, in WWE, where not a lot, but like where it's like, I don't know which one is actually the winner. I there's agree, a lot. but that Sasha Bailey was the first time that I've ever like almost cried for a match, and I was like, that was fucking awesome. That's why it's it's not gonna win, and it's a travesty, in, in my opinion. Because that's that's my answer too. And it's the same reason as Augie. It was it was the maybe the most perfect thing. I've watched in wrestling ever, and that's saying something because I've watched it a lot, and yeah. it's it, it's just. I'll be honest with you though, like the match itself, like I still preferred the other Sasha Banks matches beforehand. Like they were more exciting in my opinion, but the way that everything was presented, the overall story, the way it ended, that was what put me over for that that Bailey Sasha had, Banks match. Had the Brooklyn match had Sasha Banks do what she did to Izzy during the Iron Man match, I'm pretty sure we would have to bury Tope's balls and testicles. And penis. <laughs> well his balls and testicles are the same thing. But <laughs> he would shed his balls, grow testicles, then lose those and we'd have to bury them both. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would uh, I would also give honorable mention to a lot of those Lucha Underground matches uh, yep. between the the, ca- uh, the casket match, uh, some of those trios matches, just stellar, spectacular. Um, I... Definitely honorable mention. Won't win. Honorable mention, though, for sure. Sure. I, I had to write down Sierra Miedo just because it, it was the mo- it was definitely the most ridiculous fun I've had watching a match this year. Fucking insane. Watching Vamp- watching. A nationally televised wrestling product and watching Vampiro almost like bleed to death <laughs> was just incredible. Uh, 
if you if you had to pick which one of the three Cena Owens match, which ones would be the which one would be the best one? First one by far. Yes. First one. What by about? Far. Um. What about? Because it's still technically this year. The 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 match that ended WrestleMania. Uh, Reigns and uh, Reigns and uh, Lesnar. Lesnar. I have yeah. that written down as well. That was yeah. That was fantastic. That was one of my favorite Mania main events in a very long time. Uh, let's also not forget the fucking Rumble three-way with yeah. Cena, Rollins, and Lesnar. Yeah. So fucking good. I actually watched the highlights of that because I was watching the nominations for the Miami's. <clears throat> and I watched the highlights of that. And I was like, yeah. God, that was a good match. So good. Uh, moment of the year in a match, uh, while we're on the subject of Lesnar... The Undertaker and Lesnar laughing at each other at SummerSlam <laughs> is going to be my favorite gift for the next 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, and I, 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 we pretty much talked about everything I had written down, except I just, in capital letters, wrote Cena. And it drives me nuts. <laughs> Cena had great ma- two great matches with Cesaro. The fucking Sami Zayn match, and Sami Zayn had... Half an arm. Um, yeah. He had uh, the match with Neville. He had, oh, such a good year. Um, week in, week out. Yep. And it's a good thing it ended the way it's, you know, it lived its life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, after seven minutes in Alberta, the real. Um, that's not going to be like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not even going to finish that. I'm not even going to shut your mouth, Molly. Shut, shut, shut your mouth. <laughs> you want to just move on? Yeah, anything else for best match of the year? Uh, Finn and Owens at Brooklyn. It's another good one. Yeah, another good one. I don't um, think I don't think it win, it'll win, but the, pro- was... the problem is it wasn't even the best match at Brooklyn. That's yeah. a good point. Uh, I will I will say um, disclaimer if you're listening to the show. Uh, needless to say, none of us have really watched a lot of New Japan, but apparently they had like four or five star matches this year. Um, because of course they did. Yeah, because that's just expected. So good, good for you, Swag. Good for you, Okada. Good for you, Tenahashi, Ishii, uh, Hanma. I'm just trying to prove that I can say just last names only. Um, congratulations. Also, PWG killed it as always. Uh, yes. And I oh, want to give an honorable mention to uh, my tag team match of the year was at uh, Takeover Respect. Fucking Baron Corbin and Rhino against Jason Jordan and Chad Gable was the jumping off point of Gable and Jordan becoming the best tag team in wrestling. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm sorry, everybody. I don't have any ROH analysis. I got married. So yeah. sorry. I've, I've been watching ROH on a regular basis. Yeah. The, all those teams are good. We'll, we'll yep. get there to the tag team category later on. Okay. Uh, okay. Swaggies hit them. All right. Swaggies. Where were we at? All right. Uh, here's a fun one. Uh, you were just talking about tag teams. Great segue. Who is the best hot tag in the business this year? I have here Titus O'Neil, Kalisto, Big Cass, Jason fucking Jordan, and the Vaudevillians, specifically at NXT Brooklyn. Yeah, they're all really good. Those are all the names. <laughs> yeah. I was, those are all the names I was going to write down. Um, Does anybody have one as a winner? That's a good category. Shit. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be biased. I'm going to be biased for the one I wrote, but I'll take him out because Jordan's is still new, but it will be the best hot tag. Um, well, you know, mine's Big Cass, but that's a homer pick. Yeah. 
Um, I would say probably either Kalisto or Titus as of the scope. I would I would go with Kalisto just because his his varies a lot as well. Like a lot of those get a little formulaic, but I remember like his first night on Raw when he did the hot tag and like he went nuts on Cesaro. It was like holy shit, here we go, and he still kind of throws some different stuff in there. So I would go with Kalisto. Cool. All right, we sound pretty much on the same page with all that. Um, another great segue. Um, you mentioned uh, Kalisto's first match on Raw. Uh, best debut. Kalisto got on there for me for that, for specifically that match and that the hot tag was amazing. Uh, also on here is Kevin Owens, yep. uh, Simone Joe, the NXT women, and Tyler Breeze. Those last two are a joke, but they got to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think uh, Kevin Owens what, runs away with that one. Yeah, agreed. Oh, let's also not forget uh, we're talking about views. Now let's just keep on talking about. <laughs> um, all right, want to get one more in here? Yes. All right. Well, all right. Now it's gonna be sad. Uh, most devastating injury. Hold on. Oh, Let me shit. open the scroll. <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan, Hideo Itami, Sami Zayn, Tyson Kidd almost dying, Eva Lise. Her uh, injury like really halted a lot of the momentum. It kept them going a lot then, which underground with the trios tag titles, but it really halted a lot of it. it probably oh, changed. thank you for saying that. We forgot to mention the trios tag uh, tag match for the finals, uh, second best match of the year. Thank you. Go on. Yeah, I mean, I brought a lot of those those uh, lucha. Yeah, I, I don't think we mentioned that one specifically. Ivelisse, Seth Rollins, Cesaro, Sting, and Cena's nose. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't hey, a don't... devastating injury. That was, like, amazing. Hey, that I was great already, to watch. I thought you already said Nikki Bella. Oh. <laughs> Who actually did get hurt? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. How about that? Um, I'd say... As far as, like, devastating, as far as, like, halting momentum. Oh, God. There's a lot Zane. of shit. It's either, for me, it's either Zane, Brian, or, or Tyson Kidd. Finally, he's finally getting something happening. Yeah. And then, I, it's, I, how'd that happen? What happened? I missed that one. There was a dark match that he wrestled with Samoa Joe, and he took, like, a routine muscle buster, which is not, you know, which isn't good either. Uh, and, yeah, like, he almost died. It was just—it wow. was just like something that was bound to happen. It didn't matter like what the move was. They told him he walked. Like, he went to the hospital. They're like, "You should be dead." Like a very small percentage of people survive what you just happened to you. Well, I, I think that I think that qualifies for a devastating injury. So I think <laughs> that was probably the winner. <laughs> That's why I, I wrote Seth Rollins, I think, and then I also added Tyson Kidd almost died. <laughs> I mean, do you do you want the guy to die before he wins the award? I love that Sting probably almost died as well. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, Sting's okay. Yeah. <laughs> he should have been dead years ago. <laughs> you know? uh, Tyson. Yeah, shit. Get well soon, Tyson. Also, because it's devastating, because now he just has to sit around all those cats. And listen to fucking Natalia nag and nag and nag. And have to be around her mother. She's that her mother is the weirdest like thing she's I've a, ever seen. She's a Canadian heart. What the hell? But she's had. It looks like 
It looks like every time that, that Bret Hart has a stroke, it rubs off on the wife, too. <laughs> no, no, it's not Bret Hart's wife. Bret, Hart, Bret Hart's wife is like his Oh, wife. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's like his sister. Okay, so either way, the strokes are rubbing off in that family because Jim doesn't escape the stroke uh, rub off either. That whole family is just a bunch of walking strokes. <laughs> hey, Augie, welcome, welcome to the wrestling business. Yes. <laughs> For the Hart family, is a walking stroke. Oh my god! Uh, all right, so we're, do we want to do one more swaggy? Yeah, we could do another one uh, to not end on that note. Um, best use of a legend or celebrity? Uh, hmm. I have here NWO versus DX at WrestleMania 31, and Kevin Nash trolling us all. <laughs> uh, Machine Gun Kelly getting put through stage stuff, as you talked about before. Uh, Stephen Amell being a better promo than 95% of the roster. Uh, Ronda Rousey being her. Uh, John Stewart affecting major storylines. Thunder Liger, because he's a legend. Uh, And Sofia Vergara at PWG. (laughs) (laughs) Nice ad. Hey, Toby, real quick. Jushin Thunder Liger. How old is he? He's 50! Thanks. Just, just checking. I, I love them treating like Ollie from Family Guy now. Like, hey, Topey, how old is your Thunder Liger? He's 50. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I think for that one, the, I mean, again, I, I haven't watched any of it, but I think the general consensus was be Stephen Amell because you guys were all up on that shit when that happened. You guys loved it. Uh, the Jon Stewart, not so much. Yeah, Amel was a guy that legitimately acted like he wanted to be there, was good at what he was doing, and it was it didn't it didn't impact the entire show. So it was like the perfect kind of celebrity involvement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. I mean, my, my front front was Ronda Rousey, but when you put it that way, uh, yeah, I'll go with Stephen Amell. Just, just because Ronda's just because Ronda's not a good talker on the mic. Unless there was another Ronda Rousey run in or whatever. I think a lot of that was the rock too. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I know I'm a rock homer, but I mean, a lot of those, uh, a lot of the excitement was around the rock being there as well. And he's a right. legend and a celebrity. Boom. Oh, fuck. So that might work. God damn it. And then a professional wrestler. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, best and worst announcer of the year. Technically, we have to do this every year. Uh, best announcer last year was William Regal. I think he worked three weeks. Worst announcer last year was JBL. <laughs> Unfortunately, he works every fucking Monday and Sunday. Uh, best announcer. We all know who it is, right? Nope. Maybe. <laughs> I'm between two people. From what from what I've seen, you guys can confirm it or not. But let me hear. Let me hear him, Topa. Obviously, Corey Graves. Uh. And then, from what I've seen, I like Matt Stryker. Stryker is an interesting bird. Um, yeah, he's good. For, he's probably number two, definitely. He just sometimes he's Matt Stryker. <laughs> like you get that right? Like it's just sometimes you know he just gets to be too much like a fucking fan. And, Magoo. Yeah, he, yeah, like that Magoo. How many liar liar references we have on this fucking show? <laughs> um, Start making a count, John. Um, yeah, he's 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 been pretty good. He's he Lucha Underground is the best of him. Uh, the New Japan, the little bit of New Japan he did, and uh, uh, the AAA thing was an abomination, but that wasn't all his fault. Uh, I wish there was somebody else, because trust me, 
I still don't like that I love Corey Graves as much as I do now. It, I, I lose sleep well, over it on a regular basis, Rich. Well, with SmackDown, we might have somebody new next year, so... Yeah, Mar- how, uh, Rich, ah, I Rich, got nothing. Rich, if there was a certain person uh, that would appear on the podcast right now, uh, how would he say the future commentator of SmackDown's name? What's his name? I don't know. Mauro Ranello. <laughs> I think... He's- I think he just did it. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, we're going to bring him in. He'll be on SmackDown. His name, Mauro Renello. <laughs> uh, worst announcer, Augie, who you got this year? It's like it's just like picking a straw. Oh, I... And... Right, let's, go, let's go with the classic, huh? Jerry Lawler. Cool. I think you pick him every year. <laughs> Probably. I didn't write him down this year because I don't watch SmackDown, so I don't have to deal with him as much. Oh, he's not. A, whoa, what? That, that's how long I've not been watching. So I know it's. I know it's. I know it's difficult, but Jerry Lawler isn't that tan. That's Byron Saxton, Augie. Uh, well, you're assuming I watch Raw. Period. True, but if you were to watch, <laughs> I could see how you'd be confused. Uh, okay. Tope. <sighs> we fight. On Friday night, Michael, JBL. Win? I know you're trying to go with different people, but I'm sorry. I have to go I have to go with JBL. Just, but at least the correct answer. Yeah, just... I, I, when, when During the, uh, the Sheamus Reigns match on this last Raw, it's like everybody was volume, especially when it was getting good. Everyone's volume was at a, a 7. His volume was at 370. And it wouldn't be so bad. And I thought he was going to be fine in that match because Vince McMahon's standing right in front of him. Because he's bad because he just wants to pop Vince McMahon. That's the only re- that's the only thing he does on commentary is try to make Vince McMahon laugh or happy by doing right. the stupid bullshit he thinks Vince likes. Oh, and real quick, best announcer, Michael Cole. He took an F5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, Rich. Uh... Same as you guys. Uh, in other news, I think Greg Hamilton just walked by me. It can't he be. You, can't be. He was in London today. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But a guy that looked just like that douchebag just walked by me. But yeah, I mean, same as all you guys. I mean, there's, there's slump pickings. Who am I going to say? Fucking Josh Matthews? Fuck well, and I'm going to say Josh Matthews right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and also the Pope. Uh, in a moment of weakness, the past couple weeks, I've been watching like 25 to 30 minutes of TNA. Uh, just because, like, I'll be flipping through the channels, there's nothing on. I'm like, ugh, fine, until something starts, I turn it on. Because the reviews have been like, oh, there's good wrestling, because it's just regular matches they taped in July. Uh, yeah, if the Pope calls Drew Galloway King Leonidas one more time. Dude, just watch commercials or something. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch the TV Guide channel, but they're going to be on that soon! God damn it. Just... Oh my god, that's right! I forgot about that. Um, yeah, they're both fucking terrible. Uh, so on, on a TNA note, I'm gonna have to dart out here and go uh, ref a hockey game. Oh, uh, sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on a TNA note, I'm gonna have to do my other job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so any, any? Uh, well, real quick before you leave, let's get your your predictions for 2016. Your crazy prediction. I forgot to oh. listen to last year. Somebody hit theirs. I forget who it was. I know, I know what the predictions are from last year. What was Augie's last year? Uh, Augie's last year was uh, Orton was going to get his third strike. 
Well, he might never wrestle again, so I guess you're close. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even think of a crazy prediction. I mean, the craziest, <laughs> the craziest thing I can think of right now is that I'll be watching wrestling in 2016. That's pretty crazy. Also, <laughs> most devastating inju- inju- injury. None of us said shit about Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> Well, who who was who was devastated? Who was devastated? Oh, his, wife, his recent wife. The now she's stuck with him at home. Is that it? Wait, so that, is that his eighth wife? I think, or something like that. We're we keeping count yet? Yeah, he's Henry the Eighth now. That's a baker's dozen. <laughs> Randy Orton is like a cat with wives. He's got eight wives, nine wives. <laughs> Uh, uh, much I'm, I'm shitting on Randy Orton. A much better no doggy. Congrats, uh, congrats, congrats on this year. Uh, yeah, thanks. And uh, have, have fun refing your hockey game, and we'll see you in 2016. All right, thanks. Later, guys. Later. Read more Later. books. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, guys? We've uh, changed our minds here after a little uh, bit of uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A discussion. Pow-wow. A discussion. A powwow, if you will. Um, with Augie being gone. We're having so much fun with Augie, and we got uh, Rich's battery dwindling at the House of Blues. Summer Ray keeps pecking at his neck. Uh, we're actually going to pause. Uh, we're going to stop at part one, which we were going to hear anyway right now, but part two is going to be recorded next week as well uh, with everyone uh, in different environments and different situations. Uh, so that's going to do it for this week's episode of Pod Swoggle. Uh, be on the lookout for part two uh, next week. Uh, just in time for Christmas, uh, which you guys, we hope you, you have a Merry Christmas. We'll re- wish you that again next week. I do want to announce that the second Pod Swoggle title tournament will be held this upcoming Tuesday. That is the 22nd of December 2015, live on Pod Swoggle's Twitch, streaming off of the PlayStation Network. It will be at 9.30 Eastern. Give us a little leeway because we're going to be recording part two of the podcast immediately beforehand. Um, give us some leeway with the time that the tournament's going to start that Tuesday. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. TLC-themed tournament. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know how it's going to go, but here's the bracket. It's going to be first round, Batman versus Mr. Clean, Dalton Castle versus Santa Claus, Jeff Hardy versus Chris Mullet, and Luigi versus Scorpion. Uh, it's going to be the tournament. Scorpion trying to defend his crown. Uh, the way the tournament works for champions, you can't really, like, defend the title, so I have to do all the matches separately. So, first round is going to be all tables matches, and then the semifinals and the finals are going to be tables, ladders, and chair matches. Um, Scorpion's going to be defending the title in every match as well, so Luigi could technically be the Potswoggle champion, but not end with the Potswoggle championship. It could be very interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, this Tuesday, 9.30 on Twitch. Check it out. Who, so sorry, who used to do that? Like, there was a tournament where, like, you... I want to say a tag tournament where you defend it every single round. Uh, oh, it's on PWG, the DDT. Yes. Yeah, the DDT. So, one year, the champions lost every single round. <laughs> so, yeah, I, thought, so, I, I thought you were talking about the uh, the hardcore, like, scramble or... Oh, the championship scramble? Or or, or even the world title scramble that they've yeah, done. exactly. I just figured it'd be cool to see the title around somebody's waist and in hands more. Any chance we get to look at the title more and piss off Dave, I'm happy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Podswoggle. Be sure to check out podswoggle.com. 
definitely be sure to listen to next week's episode as well because we're going to have a very special announcement that Rich teased on Twitter today about uh, our family of podcasts growing and possibly reshaping. Very exciting stuff there. It's going to be a huge, huge announcement. Uh, our Christmas present to you guys next week. Uh, but for now, check out podswoggle.com for this podcast and all kinds of great stuff there. Be sure to hit us up on social media at podswoggle on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Uh, send us an email, podswoggle at gmail.com. Uh, but perhaps most importantly, please, 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 please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave us a review. Leave us five stars. It helps us out there. No matter what your review says, Rich will read it on the show. And you get your podcast automatically every single week. What's better than that? Just like you get all the other podcasts in the network of shows that we have automatically by subscribing to all those places. That's Meredith Movies, uh, Picked Up, The Blank Slate, finally having a new episode uh, here in the past couple days, and uh, Our Father as well. Rich, live from the House of Blues, anything else? Nope. Woo! Gotta run. <laughs> <laughs> Win, any final thought? Final nope. final thoughts. Nope, so Tope can go watch TakeOver London. Tope, any final thoughts? I got in trouble today at work because I did the super kick and I <laughs> to someone I slapped my thigh and it made a loud sound. <laughs> uh, my boss called me in his office and was like, you can't do that, man. <laughs> and then I explained to him and he's like, that doesn't make it better. So... <laughs> Oh, man. It's just like uh, uh, during New Japan shows when the commentators are yelling, it's like, uh, oh, this is going to be so racist, but fuck it. I'm fucking committed. Look, Tupac, go home! No, no! Was that bad? Oh, boy. Yeah. I should have just hung up. But I can't wait to Unpossible Champion. But in Tope's defense, the disclaimer that WWE does is do not try this at home. doesn't say anything about trying it at work. That's true. Thank you. That's very true. You should have said that. What would your boss have realistically said? It's like, oh, damn. That's a great point. (laughs) Loophole. Yeah. All right. Well, then, for Widden, for Tope, for Rich, and for Augie's Hockey Game, this is Mullet signing off for Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. We are slogging off. All right, boys. I'll catch you later. Go get them drinks, son. Yeah, dog. Later. Go get that pussy, son. Go for real. Rich, get that pussy, though. He's gone. This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.